0: Hey folks, CA Rachana Ranade here and I welcome you all to another episode of Finance Simplified, the podcast wherein we are going to discuss about a stock which has risen by 163% in the last 7 months. So, let's get started. We are going to talk about a lot of factors when we discuss this talk. So, what are what all are the things that we are going to consider? We are going to consider the history of this talk. We are going to understand the business. We are going to understand the loan portfolio. We are going to understand what are the changes in the business model or environment. So, without any further ado, let's get started. Well, let's get started with the history of this company, but which one? It is REC Limited. The full name is Rural Electrification Corporation Limited. But wait, first of all, we have to understand why are we even discussing this stock, and is this a stock? advice answer is no this is not a stock advice but why are we discussing the stock because you know typically when when i take the thursday thursday live streams at 9 30 I got a lot of people who asked me the same question, ma'am, why is this stock running up? If you have noticed, this is a government-owned company and this stock has run up by almost 160% in the last seven months and many people were not able to understand the reasons behind this. So what I have tried to do is I have tried to, you know, do a small summary whereby I read all the news which are, of of course, they're in the public domain but just trying to do a summary for you so that you get to know the reasons behind this rally in the stock. Are these going to be the only reasons though? Possibly there could be some other reasons as well. So with this, let's get started with the history of REC. This company was formed back in 1969 to address a critical issue, which was about inadequate access inadequate access about what about electricity in rural and remote areas of our country. Now, when this company was started, the whole logic was to focus on financing and promoting rural electrification projects in our country. Now, let's try and understand the business model of the company or in simple words, what does the company do? Okay, now for that, you have to first understand that this is a company, which is an entity under the Ministry of Power, and which provides long term loans to whom to state to center to private companies for creation of infrastructure assets in the country. Now, if you are like, I didn't understand anything, I'll try and simplify this for you. Okay. Whenever I'm talking about power generation, whenever I'm talking about the word power, there are multiple factors involved here. One will be power generation, where the power will be generated. One will be the power transmission. One will be power distribution and then it will be the homes of people like you and me. Okay, now comes a very important point. So let's understand this. Here we have a coal generation company. So they're basically going to generate electricity. Will they be transmitting or transporting the electricity directly into our house? Answer is no. First, whatever power has been generated here, it has to be transported. It has to be transmitted to the distribution company so that it can distribute it to our houses okay and for that which company comes into picture it is the transmission company now what does the transmission company do it's as good like a, as good as a transporter where it transports the electricity generated by the company till the distribution company simple till here now what do you think distribution company will have to make a payment to whom payment to the power generation company for purchasing the units so that they can sell these units to people like you and me. And second payment they will have to do to the transmission company because it it is like payment to a transporter who has actually transported the electricity from the generation company to the distribution company. Okay. Now what does REC do? REC is basically providing long term loans and other financing options to whom? To power generation companies? Yes. To transmission companies? Yes. To distribution companies? Yes. Finish. Okay. But uh, what about renewable energy resources companies? Can it give uh, loans for uh, an entity which is using solar? Yes. Wind? Yes. Biomass, green hydrogen and whatnot. Answer is again, yes. Now, let's go and discuss the loan portfolio of the company. But before we actually go to the loans, we have to understand from where have they raised the money. As at 30th June 2023, major borrowings have come up from corporate bonds, which is to the tune of 1,60,325 crores. And directly followed by the second one is loan from banks, financial institutions. And third highest borrowing is in foreign currency. Now, let's understand, okay, we have, I mean, the company has raised the loan agreed, but to whom have they given this loan? Out of the total loan Dispersed. That is around 4,54,393 crore rupees, 4,11,540 crore rupees. That's almost 91% of the loan book is disbursed to the state organized state related entities and private sector entities to, i mean amount to hardly 9% of the loan book but if i also want to check that sector wise distribution of that you will come to know that almost 30% is dis, is disbursed to the generation related sector then the second largest is around the distribution the third largest is like lps and lis but just for your understanding lps is late payment surcharge lis is liquidity infusion scheme that was typically done during the covid times but again lps point is again an amazing point but that is coming up in the upcoming sections of the video okay tell here what we have understood main point that we have understood is out of the total loans given 91% is given to the state and balance 9% to private agreed but which are the entities to whom these loans are given this whole amount almost accounts for 40% of the loan book These are the top 10 borrowers, by the way, for the company. And this account to 40% of the loan book. And if you just read out the names, you can see Tamil Nadu generation and distribution. Then Uttar Pradesh Power Corp. Maharashtra State. Kaleshwaram. By the way, Kaleshwaram is a Telangana government project. Okay, so all these things you will understand that it's related to a state government project. So I hope you have understood that 40% of the loan book is given to top 10 borrowers which is which are nothing but the state owned entities. Now there are some interesting points about the status of NPAs of this company so for that let's understand this. There were no new NPAs during the last six quarters for the company but whatever is the amount of stressed assets that is what we are going to discuss right now as on date company has about 36 stressed assets. Now what do we mean by stressed assets? These are assets or these are the loans given where the recovery expected is a little bit dicey, okay. Now, these 36 stressed assets now have been further divided as 17 and 19. Why? Out of these 36 stressed assets, 17 are the ones which are already resolved. Very good. 19 are still unresolved and this amounts to almost 14,000 crores, okay. Now, out of these 19,000 crores, sorry, out of these 19 unresolved cases, you can understand that these have been further divided as nine plus 10 why nine stressed assets which amount to almost 7500 crores are expected to be resolved in this financial year and the balance 10 which amount to almost 6500 crores are expected to be resolved in the next financial year now if you want to know the details of which are the nine stressed assets which may you know get resolved in this financial year out of these nine six do find a mention in the con call of q1 fy 24 now let's come to a very important points if you remember, I told you that overall provision was around 70% means what management felt that 30% will be recovered. But as per the CONCOL transcript, it is mentioned that management feels the recovery may be in the range of 50 to 60%, okay, so 30 was expected, actually, there is a chance that they may recover 50 to 60%. And that is the reason why the management feels there could be certain backs what do we mean by right backs? Ideally, their profitability could rise in this case. So I hope you have understood about the status of NPS, you understood what is a stressed asset, and so many new points. Now let's come to a very important point where we are going to understand the loan portfolio of the company and we'll try to analyze where are the key pain points in the loan portfolio. First, let's understand in a simplified words, what does this whole chart mean? First column, you'll understand particulars, where you'll see where has the loan been given? First, you can see state sector and the second one is private sector and then you can see the grand total. If you remember, we have already discussed that 91% of the loans have been given to state sector, balance hardly 9% to private sector. Now, if you see the second column is about loan outstanding. The third one is about credit impaired asset stage three and the next one is stage one and stage two. Now a very simple explanation of this can be stage one and stage two are like standard assets. It means that the chances of non repayment is very less and stage three is where the chances of non repayment is very high. Okay. Now we have to understand stage three and in the state sector, you will see total state sector dash, dash, dash. What does this mean? whatever loan has been given to state sector related entities, stage three, that is chances of non-repayment is zero. They expect that whatever loan has been given to state sector related companies, we are going to get repaid for that. So that is not at all a pain point. If you see standard assets, yes, there all, all the amount is directly put in the standard column, which is exactly amounting to 4,11,541 crores. Out of that, a provision, ECL is basically like a provision, has been made at 3,456 crores. So, the provision coverage ratio is even less than a percent here. Why? Because REC feels that whatever loan has been given to state sector related entities, chances of non-repayment is very less. Simple to clear. Now, let us go to the private sector. Now, in the private sector, we will see total lending is almost to the tune of 42,852 crore rupees. Now out of this outstanding is 14,892 which falls into the stage 3 category and for this provision has been made to the tune of 10,493 crores that is equal to 70% provision. Do you remember we have talked about this 70% provision has been made. Can I say this is the biggest pain point for the company and answer is yes. In this also, if you specifically focus, out of this 42,000 crores, major problem is with the generation companies in the private sector. So, these are the companies, so generation companies in the private sector to whom loan has been given by REC, but the repayment chances are pretty less. So, this is where the company really has to focus on, but are there any measures that have been taken? Answer is absolutely yes. Well, now that we have identified that the pain point is that the generation companies, typically from the private sector, they are not able to repay the loan to REC. Now, there could be the there could be multiple reasons for this, but let's try and understand one of the key reasons for this. Now, generation company for them. Amount is receivable from whom? It's receivable mainly from the distribution companies. Because if you remember, distribution company is going to pay the amount for units purchased from whom generation companies. And they'll pay the transportation charges to whom? To the transmission company, right? Now you will be like, why is distribution company not paying the amount to the generation company? The reason is that distribution companies themselves are facing a cash crunch. Now, what could be the reason for this? Let's understand a simple scenario. Let's say, ultimate collection responsibility collection from whom collection from customers it could be customers could be people like you and me it could be from the farmers it could be from the government agencies let's say government hospitals these are their customers for whom for distribution companies if they are not able to collect the money from these people then is the distribution company going to face a cash crunch yes there is one more reason many a times subsidies are given typically let's say to farmers Let's say a 100 rupee bill is generated for a farmer as an example, out of that farmer pays 80 rupees but 20 rupees is a subsidy amount which has to be paid by the state government to the distribution company and if this subsidy amount is not paid in time to the distribution company, is the distribution company going to face a cash crunch answer is yes. If they face a cash crunch, they will not be able to repay the money to whom? To the generation companies and that is the reason why these generation companies are not able to pay their dues to REC in time. Simple deal Okay, fantastic. Now, what were the latest rules which were introduced? On 3rd June 2022, Ministry of Power came up or issued the late payment surcharge rules which provided that if distribution companies do not promptly pay for the power drawn from ISTS, ISTS is interstate transmission system, then their access to power exchange will only be cut off. So, you can imagine if distribution companies are not repaying in time, their access to power exchange will be cut off. Poor distribution companies, they are not able to recover the money, that is the reason why they are not able to repay the either transmission companies or generation companies. And now I feel we come to a very important part wherein we are going to talk about what are the changes in the business model or for the environment of the company. The point that we discussed right now, introduction of late payment surcharge rules. So what did we discuss right now? That the distribution companies are facing a cash crunch and they are not able to pay their dues to the generation companies in time. So that distribution companies get some money government has appointed PFC and REC as a nodal agency so that REC will first finance distribution companies, distribution companies will then repay the amount to whom to the generation companies and thereby they are trying to solve this problem. But wait, the loans that REC is giving to the distribution companies that is backed by the state government guarantees. So is this a good sign for REC or a bad sign for REC? It's a good sign why they're able to disburse more and more loans, more and more loans is equal to growth in their top line and ultimately a growth to the bottom line of the company. So I hope first point where their business model has changed That first point is clear. Moving to the second point, they are now going to lend to even non-power infrastructure sector. Now, this move basically will allow them to diversify their portfolio where currently they are financing only related to power. Now, they will also finance to non-power related projects. But what do you feel? How much different is this it is going to be different and for that they are going to hire professionals so that you know they can try and understand whether this is a proposal worth taking ahead or not and they will basically decide whether to underwrite a specific project or they should pass that project. Now, currently, company intends to lend 30% of their book to non-power infrastructure sector. And if they are able to successfully run this, I think this can again be a good major driver to the revenue of the company. So, I hope you have understood this by lending to even non-power infrastructure sector, their top line again can get a boost. Now let's come to the third point which is about hedging of foreign borrowings. Now if you remember we had discussed about this two major points that we had already discussed that they are raising money with the help of foreign currency borrowings and even FCNR borrowings okay. Now what could be the problem here problem could be that if the foreign currency fluctuates very violently it could take a hit on the PNL of REC and for that what is important hedging is important. Now Currently, this number of hedging has gone up to 91% of the outstanding borrowings and this number in the previous year stood barely at 60% of the outstanding borrowings. Simple, higher the hedging of the total portfolio, safer it is going to be for the company. And why is this number also very important? Because out of the total borrowings that the company has taken, 25% amounts to the loan from foreign currency borrowing. So I hope you have understood this, that the hedging has gone up and that is going to be a key point for the company. Now let's come to a very important point which is about the growth numbers. We have to understand whether the company really wants to increase its loan book rapidly or not and for that we'll have to check out the con call transcripts. Management recently concluded the investor meet and whereby they have mentioned that company has given a number of 12% growth in their loan book. Now management mentions that they intend to increase their loan book to 10 trillion rupees, that is 10 lakh crore by 2030. But in the transcript, if you check, they've also mentioned that we we would be in a position to meet this target by 2728 itself. So instead of meeting this target of 10 lakh crore rupees in a span of seven years, they say we may be able to achieve it in a span of five years itself. For this, management has tied up with banks like PNB so that they can fuel the growth in the loan book with good amount of fund inflows as well. Well, I hope you have understood with the help of these four points as to why I told you that there is a change in the business model or in the business environment for REC. And I do believe that these could be few key factors which led to the stock price growth. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Finance Simplified. I hope you enjoyed listening to this podcast and also found some value in it. If you did, don't forget to share it with your friends and relatives. Till then, take care. Jai Hind and bye.